The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. What's up, guys? Kel Strother, Megan Murray here, and you are listening to Girls Talking Boys in partnership with SB Nation. As always, hello. Hello. Happy Friday. And uh, Kelsey, uh, guess who's back? <laughs> back again. <laughs> I can't even begin to tell you how many people were just sliding into my mentions. <laughs> Sliding into my DMs, being like, oh, look, look who's back again. And I'm like, this is why, kids, we don't burn bridges. This is exactly why, because ultimately it will come back to bite you in the butt, just like kick you in the face. That too. Like, (laughs) listen to Aunt Kelso and don't be like me, kids. Don't be a mean person. And I'm just, it's just like, of course, of course it's him. Of course it is Brett Maher. Of course it is. So yeah, here we are again, run it back. TBT, Redux, whatever you want to call it. The ghosts of Kelsey's Twitter meltdown pasts have come back to haunt her again. So buckle up kiddos. It's going to be a nice little season. Oh, it sure is. Oh my, when I heard that news, one I don't hate Brett as much as everyone else does, but um, I don't know. I, I'm glad that they're trying to do something um, commendable, I suppose. But uh, this this came as a, a shock, I think, to everybody. A hundred percent. And I just, I mean, it, it, I guess shocking in terms of not because of the performance that we saw at camp, because we were all like, whoa, we need to do something, but more so, oh, the guy that we all decided that we hated and we were going to like, you know, we wanted to ban from Cowboys Nation is now coming. I mean, you're going to have to speak for yourself on the banning, but yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. That's true. My how the turntables. My how the turntables. It's funny. He didn't have such, he didn't have a horrible stint at uh, the Saints. However, when we played them last year, he missed a field goal and it was like, that's fitting. 
Yeah. Like that's why we got rid of you. And now he's back. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's honestly like, it's, I think we all just saw like, it's, I don't know. Like I, it's Justin Tucker and he's not, he's not exactly the, the same, but it, well, kind of, I guess like the, it's, it's Justin Tucker went ahead and got a big deal. And it's like, that's why when you get guys like that, who are unicorns, you don't take them for granted and you appreciate them and you pay them. Like we just, I think we've been in a position like our, we as humans have been trained to when things are going well, we just let it happen. And we like, we, we only focus on when things are going poorly, if you will, you know what I'm saying? Like, we're yeah. not, we're not as great at acknowledging that like, yeah, like thumbs up to this. Like I'm thrilled with like how this is going. Like I, you know, it's more like a, when things go bad, we're like, Oh, like we're going to focus on the bad. So I kind of view that as like my, our mentality towards kickers. Like we, at points in time, like, you know, we might've taken them for granted. Like when we had a, a good one or a decent one, and then, you know, you hate on them when they like become human for a hot minute. And then you yeah. get them and you're like, Oh, we didn't realize like how much you actually were holding it together for us. And now like we miss you. So I'm not saying that's Brett Maher, but I'm also saying that maybe he wasn't as bad as like I or other people thought he was like, maybe I could have cut, give him, given him a little more grace, like uh, across the board. Yeah. I, I tend to agree with you, but yeah, that um, <laughs> you're, we have a group note that we uh, put topics in and when this topic was brought up, it was how many or how many lemon drop shots is Kelsey going to have to buy this season? <laughs> what was that game? Because if it was the Jets game. It was. Because <laughs> I was going to say, like, I am with you on giving people grace, but like that, when you reflect back and like think of that game in particular, which is what the lemon drop triggers in me. Yeah. <laughs> like that yeah. was bad. I think you need to tell the story for the people because so they don't think I'm an, an awful human being. Like, I swear I am nice, but I kind of got burned. Like, Brett burned me a little bit that game. Like, I got. Yeah, because he made one. <laughs> yeah. Like, I was like, this man cannot make anything. And then we're sitting at, like, we're sitting at a bar with our friends. And I literally, like, what, what how, how long was the field goal? It was like 50 plus yards. Like, he couldn't make anything for the life of him. And it was like a 50 plus yard field goal or something like, like that. And I turned around to like the table of people that were at, and I'm like, if he makes this, like I'm buying the entire table around of shots. Well, guess what happened kids? It was like one of the only ones he made that day. (laughs) Yeah. It was like the most ridiculous one that like he shouldn't have made. And of course, you know, any logical human being would have taken my side on the onset of said bet. And been like, yes, Kelsey, you are right in being suspicious of this man's ability <laughs> to make said shot because he hasn't made anything close all day. And then he just straight up like throws me the middle finger and was like, better get your credit card ready, Miss Charles, because <laughs> looks like you owe a lot of people a lot of things. And I was like, and then the, the spiral went on from there. And then I Charles found out. Yeah, like it really tra- trash talking ain't cheap. You gotta back, you gotta put your money where your mouth is. So at least I did that. Like I did buy some shots. Um, it's true. 
I think that's where like the bad blood really started. Yeah. You really weren't enjoying him at all that season, but that's like, it was like the nail in the coffin for like how you felt about him, you know? The best part about this is that this man doesn't even know that we're feuding. Like he has no idea. (laughs) Like I have a really big agenda against him because I'm like, I'm bitter about my poor decision-making that involved him. And he's all just like living his, his best life. Like, you know, granted, like he travels around, around to a lot of teams, but apparently again, like, as I mentioned, he's a wonderful human being who straight up like FaceTimes his children before his practices every day. And is like really wonderful and, and just lovely all around. And I'm over here, like shaking my fist at him being like, damn you, Brett Maher, like, damn you, because I'm just team petty like that. Like I am who I am. Yeah. I mean, not a lot of, uh, Cowboys fans get to be humbled in that in that way that you did so it was a moment in time that's for sure so (laughs) at least you learned from it so you know I mean if if you guys want to go ahead and place your bets now over under how many lemon drop shots Kelsey is going to lose on you know Brett Maher's behalf this season we're taking we're taking bids right now like go ahead and set I I don't know what I'm going to set the line at to be totally frank like do I want to be egregious (laughs) And be like 10 because I might find myself in a situation where I'm at a bar and I just decide to, you know, publicly just, you know, buy the, buy the whole entire tavern some shots, or like my whole entire ta- table shots. Like maybe 10 is fair. 10, 10, 10 seems fair. It's, Let's just go with 10. It's been a minute since you got reckless with the, the shot buying. So I'm here to partake um, whenever you're ready. I'm just kind of feeling like the mode, the, the, the mode is right. Like we're in a good if we're thinking about this, like I don't have a lot of optimism, like a ton of optimism around the team this year. I'm really like, I could feel like there could be several more Beverginos being had on game day than normal just to survive like my fears and anxieties and like what the, I ultimately think could potentially be a product that makes it onto the field. So like in light of that, I really feel like we are primed for Kelsey to make another mistake of that nature. Just being honest with myself. Like if I'm being honest, that's maturity that's maturity. And like, I just, it could happen kids. It can, if you're lucky, maybe I'll even get real reckless and just like throw my Venmo out there and be like, you know, shots on me, this, if Brett Maher makes this. And then I end up owing like thousands of dollars because, you know, Dave Hellman decides to like retweet it. Like everyone in my existence retweets it just for like to despite me. Well, that's a spiral. If you can't tell Kelsey likes to get herself into trouble. Yeah. Like, <laughs> maybe I should just, refrain maybe i'm not allowed to tweet around anything special teams I mean, we can take control of your account again if you need us to <laughs> i mean it's like it's like extra point you know uh like a, a field goal opportunity and like megan like, like hand it over yeah she's like give me your phone and i'm like no and she's like give me the phone like it, I, that's, <laughs> I can see it now i love how i just played out this entire season scenario <laughs> in my head already like what's going to go down it's cool. Like it's I'm yeah. Planning. At least we are prepared. I feel like after that scrimmage, I feel like we all um, kind of see anger in our future. So. Yeah. So um, <laughs> let's actually <laughs> good one. Um, let's actually talk about okay. that scrimmage um, because you know I think one of the big storylines for me was I, I I feel like I've been in a position where I like CD Lamb and oh yeah. But there's a lot of weight on his shoulders, you know, in light of the offseason moves that this team has made or didn't make, rather. 
So the Cow- the Cowboys and Denver Broncos had a scrimmage this week. Obviously, they, you know, they'll face each other in preseason. Um, I personally would love to be there, but, you know, it's just uh, not going to work because of the nature of having an insanely busy life. Um, but I do want to chat about some of the key takeaways because, listen, like, you know, we got full pads. We did see that during practices, but I think scrimmages are always fun. And, you know, it's especially nice when you get to play like an AFC team, like maybe a team that you wouldn't normally get the opportunity to interface with. Granted, they are playing each other preseason, but like we all know the first preseason game is, you know, nothing short of these guys have yoga pants on the sideline. And it's like, all right, Dak, like run in for like 10 seconds and like, you know, let's have him like hike the ball and like let's, you know, one, one play and you're done. One and done, right? Like you're out. Cool. Congratulations. Like it's Ben DiNucci time. Um, <laughs> ben DiNucci so, o'clock. Yeah, exactly. So all that to say, like, I do feel like it was a good opportunity to get, to get some action and some reps against some of these guys that are actually going to be players in this team. So I want to get your thoughts. I know I mentioned CD, we could start there, but like, was there anything storyline wise in your mind that stuck out about key takeaways from this scrimmage? I mean, okay. So, I mean, I kind of figured going into this that um, it was it was gonna be aggressive. That game last year was so embarrassing. <laughs> Sorry, ignore me. Keep no, going. you're right. That game last year was just so embarrassing. Like they got embarrassed, and like have, I knew that the like us going into it, but there was going to be a little lingering feelings about that. Like, honestly. Yeah. But, um, and, and they feel the same way. Like they obviously were getting chippy with us that entire game too. Like it was, it was reciprocated for sure. Um, so it's, it doesn't surprise me that there was so many like scuffles, but, um, there was a lot of scuffles (laughs) and like every couple minutes. That's actually, I, I love that. Like it, it really, there is a lot of, obviously, I mean, the, just the whole like comment about like, this is the blueprint for how to beat the Cowboys was so annoying. And like this cat, this team was like rolling and we were doing so well. And then we automatically weren't. And I remember <laughs> sitting down with the Broncos reporter and doing the actual like Broncos, one of their like on the like, broncos.com you know, shows breaking down the whole entire game the confidence that I had this team was going to go in and just absolutely hand it to the Broncos like there'd be moments in time where sure like there'd be some competition but I was like no like hands down like this is a Cowboys game and like you mentioned like they went and got embarrassed um obviously Russell Wilson is a new addition to the team add on Randy Gregory and that whole situation that's gonna add some heat so yeah I mean things got chippy, but I kind of, I personally kind of like that in some of these off season programming, because I need to feel that emotion. Like I need to know that you hate to lose more than you like to win. Right. Like I want you to be pissed off about how things went on last year. I want you to be mad that we lost Randy Gregory. I want you to be mad that people doubt you. That people think you're a lesser team because you lost, you know, X, Y, Z number of guys. And while they've seen some good things from you or flashes from you, 
they're not sure that you live up to the potential. Like, give me that fire, give me that energy, give me that chip on your shoulder all day. I need that aggression. Like, that's what I want out of my football team this year, 100%. Yeah. I mean, and they definitely tried to bring that. Um, <laughs> you can, like I said, tried. Yeah. Well, <laughs> so I mean, Michael Parsons is your key example for who um, plays like you like them to. Um, he was great. He, as I literally wrote, Micah be Micah. Like he was a problem for them. Like they could not solve that. Where's your blueprint for that? You don't have it. Um, but yeah, our O-line is just. <sighs> With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. It's a a problem. problem. It's a problem. And listen, like, I don't like the fact that Terrence Steele had a hard time. It stresses me out because this is one of the guys that at this point, it feels like this team is like, okay, like you're one of our guys. Like you are one of the gone are the days. Like we can go ahead. And I mean, speaking of speaking of storylines that we really took for granted, having like the great wall 2.0. No done it that's that's so far gone you guys like that is not who we are dealing with anymore we are straight like you know I don't even know I'm trying to think of some of the guys that were on the o-line when I first got to the team like there was this guy it was like when Parnell was around it was like but then Jerry Parnell went to the Jacksonville and got like got a deal but there was this other like big like goopy white guy who I remember when I was dating the equipment manager did you guys know I dated the equipment manager he he would always be like he was the smelliest guy of all time like just like a goofy like big dude that like people maybe didn't take seriously that's kind of like where I feel like we are like right now with our our o-line where people are like oh like you don't scare me you are just kind of whatever I mean what's to be afraid of right now I don't know man and that's concerning because I look at the guys we're putting out there you have to put Josh Ball out there. I don't feel good about our tackle situation at all. Terrence Steele, I mean, again, like while we can take we can take notes from what we saw, it wasn't straight gameplay, but I just, it scares me to read a note of someone saying Terrence Steele got bullied at right tackle in from a scrimmage. And I'm like, hmm that's stressful. It's really stressful. And I don't like it. And it terrifies me because on the other side, I have my left tackle who is such a badass, who's amazing, incredible, all the other things. 
but let's face it, he can't stay on the field. So you go down the line and like about the only person, no, literally the only person that I feel good about. And I don't have notes on that. Like I have some uncertainties. And again, like, I love, I love you, Tyron Smith. Like, I love you. I'm just saying like his body betrays him sometimes and it sucks. But the only person that I don't have question marks around, like pretty decent size question marks are Zach Martin. And we all know that continuity on the O-line is so important. It is the crux. They, they operate as one unit, right? Like they're like a link in a chain. If one of them isn't aligned with the other, your necklace is broken. Like you're screwed. Like you yeah. cannot wear a necklace with a broken chain. You can try to take your pliers and like, you know, go the cheap route and, and try to like mold them together and be like, oh yeah, it's fine. Like I, 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 you know, just smash the clasp together and it'll hold it together for a little bit longer. How long? And, and honestly, how long? Because you can tell that we got a little DIY action like HGTV in here when we can't even keep it together during a scrimmage, let alone trying to protect our quarterback for a season. I don't want to go and like make crazy statements like that, but I would be remiss to say that it doesn't scare me. Yeah, I, it is. It's yeah. Scary is corrupt. I just, it's frustrating. I'm trying to put it together. It's, it's frustrating because it's like we, and we talked about this, like, I, we don't believe this for anything, but when Jerry's like, Oh, you know, we're really going to make Ezekiel our future back. He's going to get a lot of touches, yada, yada. We believe in him. We trust him, whatever. And you present to me this O-line. I don't believe you. Yeah. Cause he's not, he, all he's going to do is spend his time helping them block. He can't do his job. Yeah. Because some, some other people can't do their jobs yeah. up to par. Right. And, and you saw that yesterday, like that was a, they had a very hard time establishing any sort of run yesterday. And that's it's funny to me because they started doing this thing where they're like, oh, Tony Pollard, like we're going to try him out in the slot and stuff like that. I'm like, so run game. We're just over it. Got it. Which is funny because weren't we saying a couple weeks ago that a crux of our offense is going to be the run game where we're going to feature guys like it has to be built around Ezekiel Elliott. And then, you know, Tony Pollard needs to be playing a certain way and needs to be kind of like a, a really – interesting component to our offense but then if you can't rely on your o-line to get the run game going that feels like a problem to me guys it just feels like a problem to me and i can't help but be in a position where i'm like okay so are we just like feeding do we mean the things that we say when we say them or are we just going full lip service like i you know i, I said this on twitter i'm like i've been lied to by a lot of men in my life especially in the last like two, three years. I, this, this is starting to top the list for me, folks. I never ask me again why I have trust issues. Don't do it <laughs> because this is why, because I'm tired. I can't even, I can't even imagine some of you that have been fans for a long time. Like I have been a fan for maybe, I don't know, 10 years at this point. Like I'm an, I'm an, I'm a, I'm a new, I'm a green Cowboys fan, right? I'm youthful in my journey. And even I am tired. I got bags under my eyes. I like I, you can see the wear and tear from just the ups and downs of riding this ride. Am I still going to ride it? Absolutely. But 
do I start to look at things and try to be like a little more discerning? Yeah, because the things that you're trying to feed me, and I mean you as the things that this football team is telling me, they're not necessarily adding up. And it's just very disheartening to not feel excited going into a season because I've been excited going into a season in the past. And then it's been at least worth it until we didn't <laughs> do anything in the postseason. But like, yeah, right. Like we're used to that kind of pain. But now I'm like, oh my gosh, like I'm kind of terrified about like what we can even put together on the field. If a major part, major parts, let me go ahead and, and be like, like there's multiple areas of this offense that scare the crap out of me. Yeah. And see, I wish I could be a little more like positive about it. I, I did warn you guys that I was going to be a grumpy cat this season. So yeah, here you go. Um, but I mean, there are definitely good things that happened yesterday. Um, the O-line is just, it's something that it's going to bother me all season. It's going to bother all of us all season. I don't have a lot of faith in it. I know a lot of people do that. It'll turn around. We know this is early. This is a scrimmage. This wasn't a game. This is not in season, but it doesn't leave a lot, um, a lot of room for, I just, I don't see it. I don't even know what I was trying to use well, a fancy phrase there, but I, I guess, I guess if we could find some bright spots, since, you know, I'm being negative Nancy over here. I do feel like we mentioned this earlier, but CD lamb has been a bright spot, at least in that, in that image. And like, it feels like, (coughs) excuse me, allergies. Um, If we, if we look at like one of the big storylines going into the training camp, it's about the need for CD lamb to step up, right? Like he has to be the guy. And a lot of people think he's a good, really good player. And there's a range to that, but it's, I wouldn't say, I think it was the Justin Jefferson, like, like there's been other players that have come in and made really big impacts and have been like that dude for their team. And whether or not you subscribe to the camp that says he hasn't been able to be that guy because there's been other people like Amari Cooper in that role. That's fine. Either way, it was at least semi-refreshing to see a lot of chatter coming out of that that scrimmage of of about CD Lamb and how like he and Dak seemed to have good chemistry and like he was just totally running circles around the Denver defense and like I mean maybe maybe it's just Dak and maybe it's just Dak and CD and Dalton Schultz and like that's all we can count on this year. <laughs> Is that a is that a recipe? Is that it? Just like that's what it feels like. But I mean, but you can see that he's having like they're having successes together, and and that's on like uh, working together in the off season. Yeah, which Zeke was there too. It's Zeke has the opportunity to like be that good this year. The problem is that he's going to get stifled by this O line. I'll revert back to the good stuff though, like CD. And then um, Dalton Schultz, like they're just, they have such a good connection with Dak. So that is something, and they keep talking about the running game, blah, blah, blah. But like, 
the passing game is going to be what we live and die by, if right. I had to guess. Right. So the fact that we're seeing good stuff with those guys is really um, makes me feel good. Also, uh, Noah Brown and Sima Fajoko had good reps too. So, you know, we love to see improvement. I didn't hear a lot about Tolbert. Um, and I didn't, when I watched all the clips, I didn't really see too much on him. Right. Um, or anything actually. So I, I don't know if he was out there. But Turpin, I know, um, got a couple reps in there too. So <sighs> CD though. <laughs> At least we have that. But also, yeah. Speaking of like CD, I know that you know Dalton Schultz has been a major component. We talked about him being one of the big main receiver threats. If I see, I'm well. This is <clears throat> not directed at anyone other than the fact that I, I'm just feeling spicy today. If I see one more tweet about a potential, like, oh, you know, let's speculate. And we think that Dalton Schultz could be a good trade. And I'm like, enough. Like, immediately, no. Immediately, no. I actually have become very superstitious in my, in my, um, you know, old age. <laughs> I've gotten to the point where I'm like, don't even speak that into the, don't even put that out in the world. Do not put that into the universe. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want that to be an option. Like, no, immediately shut it down, shut it down. Like I cannot even imagine our offense without Dalton Schultz right now. Like I cannot even imagine. I'm dead serious. I don't like, want to. No, I don't either. It's just, it's just, I can't, that cannot be a thing that I don't think it's legit, but at the same time, it stresses me out that it's even being like tossed around because I feel very vulnerable <laughs> with my team right now. Like, I just feel like we are already in a very like shaky place where I don't have like a ton of excitement, enthusiasm, uh, belief and faith in the team that we have right now and the resources that we've given our players and our coaching staff to work with, let alone talking about taking away one of the main, I'm like, no, 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 stop it. Stop it right now. Yeah. That would be, that would just signify to me that they have given up on this entire year. Yeah. Um, I'll be honest. There isn't, there isn't a backup. There is not a, a good enough backup for Dalton. There isn't. If I see you tweet it, I'm going to report your tweet. I'm literally going to report your tweet. Like, don't even do it. For, don't try to report it for bullying me. I really am. I'm going to report you for harassment. I'm literally, I'm about to go hit up Bleacher Report and report all of their tweets about him so hard. I'm like, I cannot. You are making my eyes bleed and my soul just absolutely melt and fall apart. Like, do not know immediately no stop it right now canceled the end yeah I'm, I'm with you I'll be on a reporting spree as well here <laughs> I love that um okay yeah. last last thing I want to oh, go about, ahead I want to I want to um I want to be remiss for us not to mention our guy Randy how was um how did you feel like he did in the in the you know whole entire thing like that this is the first time he's seen his he own- didn't do anything because he's on pup but oh, was he he, he didn't Huh? He was being chirpy, right? Oh, well, yeah. He was, uh, that was, everyone kind of blew it, blew it up. 
Um, and I'm not saying they shouldn't have, but I just, I'm saying I'm, I didn't hear anything from him. Like, I don't know what he was saying, but from reports on the field was there was a lot of, um, a lot of stuff that was playful. And then there was stuff that was not playful. So talking crap and also just like joking around, but he definitely made sure to make his presence known, um, which it was lovely to see his face. He was wearing a bucket hat. We love to see it. We love um, a bucket hat. The moment. <laughs> I got a lot of texts like, I'm not, I don't know how I feel about Randy Gregory anymore. I'm like, okay, fair. Um, but like Dak and the guys didn't seem to like make too big of a deal about it afterwards. So I think I'm just going to go by that. Also, I am a Randy Gregory stand. So uh, just, it was a hard day for me. Yeah. I mean, listen. and I am biased. So <laughs> take that how you will. I think at the end of the day, it's a business. And I also think that, but I felt like he felt pretty disrespected. And so yeah. I can understand, like, again, like you guys here, like there have been, there have been people in my life who have disrespected me and like, I used to be friendly to them. And now I'm like, nah, man, like you don't get that from me anymore. Like you, you cross the line. I can't give that to you anymore. I can still like, <clears throat> you know, like, like, like our mutual friends, but like, I don't gotta like you. And so I kind of feel like that's like where it's at. Like, it's just like kind of, it was a relationship that didn't end in like the most positive way. And I, and like, I can't say I don't understand why, cause I do. <laughs> Yeah, I don't, I feel like it's important to remember, like, he does not have bad blood with these players or these guys, right. at least any better public. Um, but if you leave a company or something in a bad way and you get to like show off against them and stuff, like, of course he's not playing, but he like, like I said, he made his presence known that you if you meet up with them again, like, you want them to pay attention to you. Right. Um, if he was playing, I think that would it would have been, there would have been more fights probably, more scuffles. Because, I mean, he does play aggressively and he's really good at his job. So, I mean, I'm not saying anyone's punching anybody, but like, you're going to push people around and that's kind of what his job is in general. So, yeah, <laughs> I think it's, I'm counting my blessings that we are not playing the Broncos in the regular season this year um, because that would be a disaster. Yeah. Yeah, it would. So I'm into that. <laughs> yeah, for real. I'm into that. <laughs> well, <clears throat> I guess, um, you know, there are bright spots to look ahead. It is exciting that there's football back. So at least we have that. That's going to be fun. I was, I had a photo shoot um, last night that I had to jump in on and there was NFL preseason football on the TV. And I almost thought it was like a recording of some sort. And I was like, what are we watching? And I was like, oh my gosh, like this is real. It's happening guys. It's back. So I know I've been, you know, spewing a lot of um, <clears throat> maybe not the most positive vibes and sorry for that. I feel like a scorned ex of some sort. Um, I'm not, but I warned you all. You did. You did. And, but I, I just, at least we have each other and at least we have, it's true. 
football is back and I'm thrilled for that. It's my favorite time of year. I actually can't believe it's back. Oh my gosh. Like it's wild. Anyways. Um, we have football friendship and tequila. What more can we ask for? Literally all of the above. Speaking of which, speaking of friendship, um, I want to make sure you guys are uh, looking out for our friend. I know you know him very well. Our dear friend, David Hellman. He has been on Fox's Speak for Yourself uh, this week. He actually has one more episode this week before he heads over to Denver. So this is going to, this episode will come out um, like probably right as he goes on, on air, but he'll be on Fox Sports 1 starting at two o'clock central time. So y'all should definitely make sure to tune in, take many screenshots um, and blow up the Speak for Yourself channels and tell them how much you love him. The end. That's my request for you guys today. Retweet. Okay, cool. All right, guys, well, thanks so much for hanging out with us. We do appreciate your time and just in general, your support. Make sure you are subscribed to the Blog and the Boys podcast feed, wherever you get your podcast, whether it's Spotify, Apple, iTunes, or Stitcher. Also, come hang out with Meg and I. Um, we're a good time. I promise you I'm not normally this like pessimistic, but it's just like one of those <laughs> things right now, guys. Like I had to get out of my system. Um, I am on Twitter at Kelsey underscore Charles, and Megan is. Uh, what's your handles, Megan? <laughs> at Meg Murray with four R's on Instagram and Twitter. I also forgot to tell you, I'm on Instagram too. It's Hey Kelsey Charles. If you want to see lots of pictures of my puppy, you should come hang out with me there. He's pretty- Oh, she's been crushing it with the puppy content lately. Yeah, we're a puppy influencer. That's what I think I am these days. So <laughs> have I made an influence, uh, an actual like uh, feed for my dog? No, I will not be doing that. But at the same time, I just want you to know that it could be coming. So, um, well, I will say the girlies in my office want you to make a um, his own page for him. So- We'll work on it. Just put it out there. It's a TBD. Um, all right, guys. Well, all that to say, there's some really important things we need to make sure we leave you with today. And uh, those are Dallas forever, Philly for never. Birds are not real. Birds are simply not real. Not real. Birds are not real. They're not real. They're not real. My mom got robbed. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, guys. <laughs>